0: What's up guys, um, my name is Faisal and welcome back to Access for Nerds, Episode 2. Well, this episode was going to be about gaming at first, but seems that a lot of things have, is happening in my interest circle uh, from tech, from gaming, from pro wrestling, and a lot of it is from football. So... Like I said in my previous episode and my introduction trailer and things like that, is we're gonna talk about things that interest me and that is what I think. Nerd Carl, cult, nerd culture is it's just being interested in things that don't really matter. It just does. It doesn't just mean nerd culture in a in a pop culture kind of way. I guess football is pop culture because it doesn't really matter though so I'm gonna talk about things like that I'll add in some other stuff if it comes to mind this show is not thought out for now it's just me talking without any much structure there is some structure I'm trying to fit in proper segments and whatnot but there's no solid um solid compartmentalized thing that I'm trying to do I'll just talk about things that I wanna talk about okay I'm um, thinking all in that we're gonna start with uh, tech news because Computex was this weekend um there's a lot of Intel, AMD, and NVIDIA news. Just, I don't know if, if there's much Intel news that's good news. So instead of bashing Intel, I'll, I'll I'll just leave it at that. Intel has not has shown pretty little in in their product lineup well pretty little that interests me anyway so i didn't pay much of his in, an attention attention um and all the big tech influencers uh, weren't really bigging them up in ways. so i'll talk about amd first um, with okay what interests me about amd is the Three D V cache for the new Ryzen CPUs. Um, it's a lot of technical stuff there. I'm also not as sure. I'm I'm basing it on my knowledge. I'm not trying to explain technical stuff um, to you guys because I'm not gonna try to talk about out of my ass. But what I understand is, um, it can go up to one hundred ninety six megabytes of uh l3 cache so things like currently there's uh, 32 megabytes of l3 cache for the ryzen cpus so it's bigger is better so what is cache okay you know what i'm not i'm not gonna explain it It's, uh, it's a lot of technical jargon that that is too advanced for my stupid brain to explain especially without any ver- uh, visual cues okay. another thing about the amd presentation the Fidel- the fsr um if you guys were for were following some tech news gaming tech news graphic cuts tech news um, F- fsr is uh, fidelity super resolution it's actually AMD's answer to DLSS. Uh, there's a lot of technical terms here. I'm, I don't know if I should be explaining or if I'm assuming people will know. Anyways, um, maybe I'll just assume that people know. If people are interested, they'll read up, I guess. Or, again, if people know They know if they don't, they might just skip the segment. Uh, So, the big news about that is, the FSR is open source. It's basically FSR to DLSS is kind of like G-Sync to FreeSync. So, the funny thing is the FSR is also enabled for all Nvidia uh cards uh 1060 and above I think. So it's kind of funny that um DLSS is a propri- proprietary Nvidia technology that is only for the RTX cards and above. Well, AMD is releasing the FSR for their all of their cards. Uh I think up up to a certain certain um uh, certain limit cap but also for NVIDIA cards. But um here's the thing though from experience I know that um the LSS will be better for now because um, again you can compare to FreeSync and G-Sync. G-Sync is better than FreeSync because of proprietary uh, technology and but it's also more expensive Um, FSR would be cheaper than the LSS due to uh, open source again. However it's it's an, yeah, again, it's not a closed system. It's an open system. So, might have Intel when they start producing gaming graphics card to be able to run FSR2? I don't know. But, it, yeah, since, since it, it's an open thing, that I'm looking forward to it more. I'm supporting it more. I'm still using a DLSS because I'm using a Nvidia 3080. But I hope it takes off. However, again, um, DLSS now is version 2.0, and FSR is only uh, launching now. And readings a bit in in detail. Uh, FSR is more like a post-processing super sampling and DLSS is more of a rendering pipeline, so it's more... FSR is, is less uh, process in, uh, process-inducive, however, it, because of that it might not look as good as DLSS 2.0 but however, we, we need to remember that SS 1.0 was pretty bad during launch too. So, we'll give it a shot. and See how it goes. For another... Oh yeah. I guess that's about it for AMD that, that I can remember. If There's more during this recording that comes to mind. I'll, I'll add it up and try to... Shoot it in post edit ah shit i'm starting to edit things on i oh my god All, whatever, whatever let's see another thing is nvidia itself the thirty-eight TTI was announced uh, some time ago the, the review as of this recording the review is out and here's the thing oh my god it's actually pretty good ah, i hate I hate that it's actually good, because... Um, how do I say this? It's good that the product itself is good, but... It's... In a... Climate where... Supply is... Short... In all electronic devices... Basically CPU SKUs, and everything... And this is not gonna help supplies because we are scalpers yeah the, the scalping phenomenon the mining phenomenon in graphics card is is gonna be a bit of a pain if <laughs> the thing is if the card sucks like then all all could be good because no one, no gamers will actually buy it, the MSRP is 1200 USD by the way, so it is um, for 40%, 45% more than the 3080 but significantly less uh, compared to the 3090 with only a 2% drop, so If you wanted a 3090 for whatever reason for gaming, a 3080 Ti is a good compromise. But again, it's a supply thing that I don't think it would be available to a lot of people during launch. But anyways, yeah, um, my summary of it is it's a good ass card and i'm happy that it's a good product but i'm also a bit frustrated because nvidia chose to release a new uh, a new product line instead of addressing the supply of supplies shortage of the current products that already in market because i am lucky or uh, one is of one of the lucky few that had that grabbed a 3080 when it came out but a lot of people who want them can't either due to a jacked up price by scalpers or just not having stock because of the miners buying them in bulk to mine crypto again i'm i'm not i'm not an anti-crypto advocate i i have some invest in crypto but uh, this is going to be a rant about crypto and i i I think i think uh, i'll try to put Put a stop to that first. We'll talk about something else. We'll we'll move on to another topic, I think. Oh, before that, um, performance is good for the 3080Ti. It is, uh, uh, however, more expensive. So, however, again, it is... uh, if you can get it in MSRP I think you should get it if you're looking for a graphics card because um, you might as well bite the bullet now before scalpers take advantage if you can get it at MSRP if not now um, I don't know what to recommend um, it's just it's a sucky situation all around for PC gaming. Even console gaming. I'm trying to get a PS5 for sometimes now. And it it is above MSRP by fifty percent of yeah. So I'm I'm waiting that out. Um, I hope I can get it before uh, maybe Horizon, Forbidden West, because I don't think uh, God of War or Ragnarok will be released this this year. Um, due to development hindered by COVID, and there's no actual footage released yet, so I'm surprised that I'm happy f- with a with a game delay. It's <laughs> If you caught me saying that maybe at le- even a year ago you'd think i'm I'm a totally different person, but perspective in the last year for game development changed for me which which uh, now translate nicely to me talking about gaming um I'm gonna start off with that by saying that. Currently, where I'm from, uh, lockdown has... MCO lockdown for COVID uh, has restarted for the next two weeks. Started from 1st June uh, until 4th, the 14th of June. We don't know if it's going to be extended or not. We'll see how cases um, rise or drop within that period. Uh, I'm getting... I'm hopeful that it drops and we're reopened by the 14th. I'll be getting my vaccine by then, my first dose anyways. Yeah. So for me, it's not a big deal, but I hope that people, the cases go down and people stay safe. So again, yeah, going back to gaming and how this related is related to that. Since it's a total lockdown currently, yeah, I'm looking for games to play, games with multiplayers to play with friends. So that's the funny thing now. Uh, I'm not. Go- there's not a lot of gaming news that interests me, except for some like King of Fighters. Um, Fifteen is delayed to next year, and I can't wait for Guilty Ge- Gear Drive coming in. Other than that, not much yet, I'm scared that after recording there'll be like news announced because e three is coming soon, so there might be leaks and things like that but uh, again, going back to the topic of me and gaming so yeah i was I was searching then there is we re- so I've played Divinity 2 uh, when it came out, uh, Divinity 2 Original Sins from Larian, makers uh, of the upcoming Baldur's Gate 3. Anyways, yeah, I've been playing that for a long time, one of my favorite games. But now, since it's a, it's a lockdown and people are trying to find multiplayer games to play, uh, convince some of my friends to join in create a new campaign because it's like D&D oh yeah uh, in case, I'll explain what Divinity 2 Original Sins is f- for those who don't know it's a PC uh, isometric RPG in the same vein as um, the Neverwinter... is it Neverwinter Nights? i will say it is it's in the same vein as dragon eight origins i think that that's that's the easiest way to to recognize what i'm talking about so anyways that game can be played up to four multiplayer for the campaigns and it's like um d n d d d n d session On the PC, it's really good. Is I've played it solo before, and I'm playing with my friends now. (laughs) However, what I realize now is, uh, when you're above thirty, there's a lot of commitments people have, and it's so funny to, uh, to see that how we the friends that we grew up with have taken different paths in, in life Well oh, it's got is getting real deep that I was not intending to well, go, going back to the, to the topic of uh, divinity 2 and gaming in general so yeah it's a yeah it's a game uh, with isometric uh, rpg elements but with choices and battles and classes and things like that. Again, if I, as I've said uh, it's like Dragon Age origin so if you played that you you'll get an idea and it's and it's really fun but it's it's more methodical the game and I'm still searching for a fast-paced game to play with uh, my friends wanted to try an MMO, but MMO is so grindy. I've wanted to play Monster Hunter Rise with them, but most of my friends don't have a Nintendo Switch. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, this section of gaming is not news per se, it's just me ranting about the the lack of multiplayer games to play with friends, currently. So yeah, I don't know where this is going, this rant is going to, I'm just uh, thinking out loud I guess, maybe I should, here's the thing, I, I wanted to play Final Fantasy 14 but again it's not available in my country, so... <sighs> Anyways, that's gaming for you, yes. I'll try to switch to uh, another top- topic now, um, pro wrestling, because uh, first of all, um, AEW's Double or Nothing was this past weekend, uh, so, and uh, should I list the card for you guys? Again, I'm sure if you if you're tuning in, you you know the cards. So I'll just give it, give my thoughts on it, and and break down all the other things in pro wrestling. Once that is done, so first of all, it's the uh, opening buy-in match was Serena Deep versus Riho which is top two best match of the night for me and it's the buy-in match it's the free one <laughs> so uh okay i'm i don't i'm not i'm not sure on how i'm actually doing this i haven't thought through it i guess should I give it a great? No, I'm just gonna. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. It's it's giving a great opens up a lot of unwarranted heated discussion. So I'm just gonna give my thoughts on what's what happened and some of my opinions. The Serena Okay, okay, okay I'll 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 start again. The buy-in match was Serena Deep vs Friho Loved it Uh, Opening match was Hangman Page against Brian Cage Loved it Hangman Page is one of my favorite in AEW Um, The storyline The long-term storyline is for him to win the title of Kenny Omega There's a lot of history there So Yeah, Uh, here's the thing, (laughs) I really should have thought through on what, how to structure this because I'm just going off by assumption that you guys follow pro wrestling. So, So should, should I explain or should I not explain the background of this? Ah, nah. I'm, t- I'm too lazy to to properly uh, structure the, the, the background story of each of the characters. I'm just going to go through the cards. So yeah, Hangman Page and Brian Cage match was awesome. I, I'm guessing Hangman Page will win the title of Kenny Omega at September's All Out pay-per-view it'll give them like uh, three months of build but there's also debate online of whether it might be too soon for Hangman Page but I, I'm guessing that he's currently as hot as he can get during uh, with crowd interaction crowd is popping up for him which is really good so, that's the debate currently uh, uh, on booking, uh, on booking. So should Hangman Page win it at September's all out, or should they drag it for the next pay per view instead, which should be, uh, full gear. Yeah. So, anyways. After that, it was uh, moving on from that match after that was uh, Moxley and Kingston against the Young Bucks which also was good was really good that was one of those matches that you don't because yeah sto- pro wrestling as you know is a storyline with arcs and it is I would say 80% predictable with 20% unpredictable unpredictability that makes it good, which is why um, uh, I've grown up loving WWE, WWF, but certain events currently uh, make me not as a fan, because I, I, I think, in my opinion that is, the, the formula is too skew, skewered to making everything unpredictable that it ruins the the correct storyline plots and progression, progressions so anyway back it's off about ranting about wwe back to the um young butts against mox and kingston so yeah um Mox and Kingston are the challenges for the Young Bucks' tag title so yeah, going back to that th- this match is one of the few that there is not a full-blown conclusion of whether the Bucks would retain or Mox and Kingston would uh, would, want, would win the title from them uh, because again, as you said as as i've previously mentioned um the there's a logical story arc and character progression in wrestling it is basically soap opera in tights anyways so like kenny omega having the title and dropping it to hangman page is almost a foregone conclusion and mm. it's not and being pre- predictable to me in that case is not bad because at the end of the day you 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 want the hero to triumph and win and hangman is the hero of that story i think again going back going back to the omega sorry the Kingston Moxley versus Young Bucks, that one is a bit of a coin cost and that was what made it so good for me because um, we don't know when the match started if the Bucks would have dropped the title to the faces, so the title so they could drop it to another heel, which. People were speculating FTR at that point. So, coming in is like edge of your seat kind of match. And that was awesome to experience. Um, I'm, yeah, again, I'm not sure if I should spoil... I'll, I'll spoil the, the results. It's easy. <laughs> because... It's been a while, and people that have interest will take notice anyway. So, yeah, going back, uh, Deep retains again re- against Reho. Hangman Page won against Brian Cage, because he is the currently, f- uh, one of the top faces in the company. Um, the Young Butts retain against Moxley and Kingston, which is i would say the correct choice given the the results beforehand because i'm guessing AEW wants to maintain the fact that a tag team should be beating two single competitors that's just teaming up beforehand uh, t- i mean teaming up just for the sake of teaming up uh, I'm, I'm, so i guess that's where they're going with that we'll see how it plays out <laughs> then we had the um, casino battle royal uh the, there's 21 guys in it's basically a royal rumble with 21 guys um, that one is sub- bit lackluster for me however the ending was really good uh, Jungle Boy Jungle Boy won the match and getting he's getting his title shot against Omega in the future oops another spoiler sorry uh, so not much to say about that except for yeah I'm happy that the final two was Christian versus Jungle Boy and the veteran puts over uh, the, the young up-and-comer so and the next match was wait I'm trying to I'm trying to remember is it yes yeah, uh, Hikaru Shida as the women's champion against a uh, Britt Baker for the women's championship and Britt finally won the title a lot of people were expecting this. Again, this is the eighty percent of predictable storytelling, because uh, Brit Baker was um, was the woman in the company that people were expecting to be the face of that division. So, so yeah. What what? However, the, the thing that interests me there is. the shade of a double turn I'm not sure the double turn is confirmed as as of yet but we can see Shida was playing as the heel mid match while Britt was going face I'm guessing because people will cheer her no matter what so I'm guessing that the full turn will be happening at Dynamite this upcoming week I hope I think The next match was um Darby and Scorp Darby and Sting against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page Eh, That match was fine for me. People loved it because it's Sting's first live match back Sixty-three years old Sting, so it it's a feel-good match for me. It's like ah eh, okay, and because yep, a lot of people grew up with Sting in WCW and TNA. However, and where I'm from, we didn't get a lot of WCW when it was airing. We got a lot of WWF instead, so. Sting um, recognize Sting as a wrestling icon however I have no nostalgic attachment to Sting as much I'm sorry guys Just, uh, to the WCW fans um so yeah I'm, I'm not elaborating much on that except for Darby Allen is super over currently Next match was um, Miro against Lance Archer. Pretty good match. It's a horse match. Two big needy men slapping each other. Um, it's good. Uh, I don't know any sp- specific thing to write home about. It's... It's solid. I would say it's a B plus with some notable spots. However, I'm I'm gonna say that um, again. It's predictable that Miro is gonna retain, um, because he just won the the title back from Darby like two weeks ago. So it would not it won't make sense if they want to build Miro as the credible monster that he is. To drop the title to Lance Archer so soon, and as much as uh, Lance Archer needs a win to 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 cement himself as a legitimate legitimate threat, because he has lost some of his big matches with um, at first during the first TNT. Title tournament against Cody, then some other matches with Kingston and Park. What oh wait, did he fight Park? I forgot. But against Kingston and things like that. So I'm guessing there's gonna be some mm. ways to build back uh, the Murder Hot Monster, but. Uh, we'll see how. <laughs> Maybe turning Hugh and d- ditching uh, Chick Roberts, or just bring in <laughs> bring in Suzuki. Job done. Have him ha- have him be the Suzuki Gun uh, branch in AEW. Just bring Suzuki in. Basically, I just want Suzuki in AEW for at least a couple of matches. One match. Give me that, Tony Khan. Please. Please give me Minoru Suzuki in AEW. I know you can do it. Come on, man. (laughs) So, yeah. That's that match. Um, Then, we'll go to the main event. Which is... Oh, yeah, I I totally skipped Cody versus Anthony Ogogo. Uh, That was pretty bad, so I'm not going to talk about it as much. I'm sorry, guys. Should I talk about it? Should I bash it? Nah, I'm just going to say it's pretty bad. It's a a bit tone-deaf, so yeah, I will skip that. We'll go to the to the semi main event, which is Omega versus Pack versus Orange Cassidy. So, again, I love this match because it, I'm an Omega Mark. So, <laughs> but anyways, what this match was really good in the sense that. Is the 80% you know that Kenny Omega is gonna retain because Con- Kenny Omega is not gonna drop the title that is not against Adam Page Hangman Adam Page so we'll, we know that Kenny Omega was gonna retain but but this is what made it so good during that match they really made you believe that Park or Orange Cassidy was like inches away of winning that there's some believable moments that you think you think it might happen you hope that it might happen and that's freaking good in ring storytelling in ring psychology and just overall presentation of why pro wrestling is is to me one of the best live theatrics in the current uh, art world. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to say art world. That's too presumptuous. (laughs) But anyways, that match was really, really good. And made me hate Don Callis even more. There's even a chant of fuck Don Callis by the crowd. Oh yeah, speaking of which, which, this is the first pay-per-view in more than a year that Crowds are back, which is freaking awesome. But yeah, the crowd chanting "Fuck Don Callis" was a highlight for me because yeah, "Fuck Don Callis," <laughs> uh, piece of shit. Good see, good pro wrestling makes you want to get worked up, but but by, by the characters, and that was such a good way to get you worked up. So, anyways, on that note, I would hope that um, Kenny Omega, before dropping to a Hangman page, had, had will have some additional feuds beforehand. We know that she's going to fight face Jungle Boy because Jungle Boy won the battle royal. Again, uh, predictable storytelling is Jungle Boy is not going to win the title. I'll, I'll be surprised if he did will be the swerve of the century though. <laughs> Jungle Boy, speaking of Jungle Boy, I'm I'm guessing he is due a push might take the title TNT title of off Miro soon. Maybe ag- again at um, All Out. Makes sense. All out is is set up to be the WrestleMania of AEW. So anyways, uh, Kenny Omega against uh, Jungle Boy. A lot of us hoping that there will be some New Japan people coming through. Uh, I want Jay White White versus Kenny Omega, please. The day I was teasing with Kota Ibushi on Twitter. And that would be fucking awesome. (laughs) And also... I just want more Kenny Omega matches. And lastly, yeah, I I said that this was the main main event previously. It was not. It was the Stadium Stampede. However, yeah, the the uh, the two the two gripes I had about the pay per view is that the title match should have gone last and the Cody versus a go-go segment because uh, I I firmly believe that um, the the heavyweight championship belt should always go last but that's just me being a stickler for, I would say, traditional match cards. Anyways, going back to the stadium stampede it was okay the crowd i think the crowd likes it for me it wasn't it wasn't as enjoyable because again this is a crowd first ever crowd pay-per-view event for the past year and a half, past year and finishing it on a same stampede which is which the crowd gets to watch it through a big screen instead of being in ring feels a bit uh, the energy was not there for me it's like uh, it should have been like a penultimate event a penultimate uh, match or the match two matches before the ending get the crowd into the, uh, tuning into the, tuning into the big screen of the matches because the matches happens everywhere in the in the Jacksonville Jaguars Stadium, so it's not live in the ring for the crowd to feed the en- of the energy. It was pretty good last year during the lockdown when there was no crowd, so everything was. Uh, sc- scripted and presented as a show instead of a live theatre so yeah um, this is for me the, the the event itself is good the match itself was um, above average it was good I, I wouldn't say above above average sounds like meh so it, I'll say it was good but not good enough to be the closing match of to me a solid A pay-per-view but yeah again that's just my gripe on it I guess because they want to have Jericho's theme song Judas play as the closing segment so yeah whatever. I'm guessing they want because the inner circle was face and they were winning they wanted to send people home on a high note, a happy note, so I guess in that sense, in that way it makes sense though because because Kenny Omega was a heel, is a heel, so him winning and closing the match would maybe make people upset, but again, Infinity War ending made people upset and went fine (laughs) Okay, um, I think we we'll, we moved up, We'll move on from talking about pro wrestling. Okay, the last thing that I want to talk about is football, and holy shit, there's a lot of football news to talk about. First of all, um, not not big of an impact news um, which is Ibrahim Konate signed for Liverpool from RB RB Leipzig which is yeah finally have another A plus defender because you know how Liverpool season when (laughs) when Van Dijk, Matip and Gomez Went off injured for the whole season so uh, that's good I hope more signings coming to replace uh, Gini Wijnaldum and maybe a new striker to to phase out Firmino to uh, substitute role because uh, I'm I'm not trying to diss Liverpool players but we're, we're talking about realistic chances of trying to challenge for a title next season so yeah that's for liverpool anyways enough of l- some liverpool news except for last uh, the last thing i forgot to mention that trent uh, is f- picked up for the england squad in euros after a lot of speculation so a lot of big clickbait titles in the last few weeks were just that clickbait. Gareth Southgate made a made a sound decision i think so you'll see not an england fan so i don't don't really care (laughs) i am a Trent fan though so i hope that keeps him motivated to perform better when Liverpool season starts back so the big thing about in football that i want to talk about is one Zidane leaving uh, Real Madrid and he posted an open letter uh, about the about his decision and who oh boy that's a lot of dirty laundry to air so I'll, I'll, I'll try to give some notes uh, from what I've read so Zedan said the club did not support me in building a project long term. I know football, I know the requirements of Real and I know that when you don't win, you have to leave. But here one important thing that has been forgotten every time that everything that I have achieved. Ooh, that is, that is, that is, um, how is it? That's got a sting. From Zidane's pr- perspective, because he has won them, like a lot of titles, Champions League most notably three in a row. Like that's that sub legendary performance, like legendary record in football, and things. Uh, so, yeah, the news of Zidane leaving, which in turn goes uh, goes to Ancelotti leaving Everton to go to go back and join Real Madrid so that is another big news that uh, cascade because of the of that and that is that is Like, I would say the tip of the iceberg because there's a lot of underlying news that will follow that. Like James Rodriguez, James Rodriguez, (laughs) James. Will James Rodriguez stay in Everton? Things like that. And also um, cascading from that another Real Madrid news is uh so your ramos uh contract is not been renewed so far don't know maybe they will but i don't think so uh, uh for Anthony Perez he, he is not renewing because uh Ramos's demands are too uh, big for someone his age so what Ramos did was he told the Real Madrid players to not take The 25% salary cut that was proposed. Yeah, salary cut was proposed by the Real Madrid management to offset uh, losses due to COVID and no fans. So, uh, this is like some Hollywood movie plot where the outgoing captain, Sergio Ramos, has told the team to not take a pay cut because the pay cut would go towards, instead of paying the debt of Real Madrid, it is speculated that the money would go to buying Kylian Mbappé from PSG. It's like there's another story which we segue to PSG now, which Mauricio Pochettino after just one season decided the rumor is that he wants to leave PSG because of the managing director, Leonardo, being an ass for uh, for his third PSG manager's appointment. Before this, Tuchel was also not happy with Leonardo and before that was Unai Emery, also not, ha- not happy with it it's not was it oh shit I forgot who was uh, the manager before to chill wait give me give me a sec I'll check yeah it was Unai Murray <laughs> anyways um, uh, yeah so PSG Ma- Mauricio Pochettino wants to leave and wants to join, rejoin Spurs, Tottenham Hotspur which is wild to me because uh, we know Spurs as the banter or not <laughs> Spurs was known as the potless of the English Premier League so Mauricio Pochettino having uh, I don't think we could say that he bottled the Champions League final in 2019 against Liverpool but yeah um, so yeah Spurs Mauricio Pochettino wants to rejoin that, that's what the rumours say and and However, Harry Kane wants to leave Spurs and the destination that was talked about was Manchester City because they need a striker to replace Sergio Aguero which is confirmed signing for Barcelona which is... This new cycle of football has been really wild in recent years. I guess maybe not as well when when uh, when Neymar joined PSG from Barça but still a lot of shit's happening and uh Allegri joining rejoining Juventus be before it was before it was rumored that he would join Real Madrid after Zidane la- left. But yeah, we don't know what happened there. So, because of that, Ronaldo wants to leave Juventus. We don't know where now. So, those things are up in the air. So, a lot of exciting news before Euro 2020 starts. So, yeah. Is what I'm trying to say is that I'm just happy here when Klopp is still a Liverpool manager. Anyway, I just hope that we get some good signing and challenge Man City next year for the EPL title again. We're fans now. Thank God. The last year of football without fans. Yes, we I thank God that there's football to keep me sane, but... It just hits different a match without seeing people cheering in real life. Crowd, eh, pipe team noise doesn't make it organic. the, the, The organic way of people singing You Never Walk Alone, people cheering, people singing the players' songs, those things were missed. And I think that with a fit Van Dyke, and Konate, and maybe some more reinforcement. We could go and challenge Man City. Don't have a walk alone. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Everton, since Ancelotti buggered off to Madrid again, they are looking towards <laughs> Benitez or Gerard. I was like, this is such a weird turn of events. <laughs> if Gerard. W- I, I don't think I don't think it will happen. It, again, it will be like a massive plot twist if it did. But if Gerard went to Everton, I was like, it will be a wild ass football season next year because we don't know what the f- what will happen. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just happy that Liverpool is in a stable enough condition but i'm also curious on how things are going to unfold next season and i didn't even talk about conte leaving inter milan after winning the title from juventus winning it 9 years in a row it's like oh my god there's a lot of there's a lot of happenings in European football right now. I also don't know if maybe Conte joins PSG when when Pochettino rejoins Spurs but knowing Leonardo as the director of PSG not having good track records with managers and Conte being Antonio Conte, it will be morbid uh, it will be morbid curiosity to see how it unfolds so maybe i do want to see that see see how this how this goes so anyways um i don't know thing uh if I should end it here, yeah, I think I should end it here. Not, I don't want to overstretch the podcast as much. So, yeah, so, anyways, I think um, I'll sign off again. My name is Faisal, and if there's anyone actually listening, hello and goodbye. Hope to see you next week. I think. Alright. See you guys.